What's up, everybody? Ooh, you really hear that? Poop. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Yeah, we yeah, might. We might need to get a pop filter for this because pop. Skippy doo. Yeah. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Alternative Blacks podcast, and this is the first episode. It should be like the second, but it's, no, it should be the third that we have the equipment working. But we finally got our equipment working, so we finally got our things together. Yes. So that listener experience is. It, it's coming up. It's here. It's, this is what we've been talking about. Yeah, it's through the roof now. Through the fucking roof. Oh my God. We can talk over each other and then whichever voice is actually important, we can have come out. I can edit the other person out. This is wonderful. Very wonderful. Wow. And that's more beneficial for our guests, I think. When we have more people on the show, we'll be able to actually isolate their audio. So that's pretty cool. Anyways, before we get into the show, I want to give a quick shout out to... Somebody that made this equipment happen, made this possible, and that's Love City Brewing Company. Love City Brewing Company is based out of Philadelphia. Uh, I believe they're on Hamilton Street, but uh, they're just around Center City, like kind of near Chinatown, really. It's like on the other side of Chinatown. Um, Cool location, great beer. It's a great experience. They always have like a food truck, which is is, noish. Their food truck is usually pretty good. Uh, there's been a couple different ones since I've gone there, but uh, Eraser Hood—that's the beer you need to try. That's the one I tell everybody is like, if you're gonna gonna have a beer, you go for Eraser Hood. Eraser Hood. Yeah, but they. Uh, what did what did they tell me to say? <laughs> Love City Brewing <laughs> believes that beer is for everyone. They offer quality beer in a welcoming and, and accessible tap room. In the heart of Philadelphia. You can check them out at lovecitybrewing.com. You can email them at info at lovecitybrewing.com. Or you can find them on any social media platform. And I guess I shouldn't say any because it's only Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I forget social media is so much bigger than that now. Uh, But you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at lovecitybrewing. Now let's start the show. Let's get into it. All right, so every 10 minutes, I'm going to go through one of these uh, sound pads that they have. They have six. We're going to change probably at least four of them, but uh, I think that would be fun to, to go through as well. Uh, do we want to do the sample game before we get into, or do we want to explain to people what this episode is going to be? Because this is going to be different. Let, let's explain and the then episode, sample game. and then but first sample game. Ooh. In that order? In that order. Okay. So today's episode is a mix and match episode. It's the first one of its kind for us. And we kind of needed a little bit of a break. We're coming up on two straight years of the podcast without missing a beat. Even with Corona, we were able to change the game a little bit. And we went strictly Instagram. And if you've been paying attention to our podcast, which if you're listening, you have been, uh, you have seen that our Instagram episodes have been coming out. Uh, as we go. So shout out to Anador for putting that work together. Yes, definitely. Uh, but this one's going to be a little bit, no, it's not a little bit. It's going to be. It's more relaxed. It's more chill. We went to Mary's. We got a six pack and we're just going to power through that and just shoot the shit. We have nothing. I don't think we've talked about what we're going to talk no, about. No, we have nothing. Go. We're just we're just flying by the seat of our pants. Yes, and I'm not even wearing pants. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll stand up to get the beer. Okay. All right. But yeah. So before we get into any of that. Sample game. (laughs) That's right. 
you know, because the episode is beer, so we can't just put first beer because that's the whole episode. Right. So this sample is Don Harper. It's called Chamber Pot. It's from 1971. And here we go. What the hell? <laughs> Play that back. Run it back, run it back. Is it like Run the Jewels? No, no, is it um Outcast? No, it's not Outcast. But it was is, it Run the Jewels? It's not Run the Jewels either. <clears throat> Although it is an old older older rapper group rapper and so it's a it does remind me of i think Big it's Boy. a duo it's a duo it is a duo but it's not a duo that had like a full career together it oh. was like a duo that made a project it's not big boy and killer mike it's not you want to hear it one more time no i have no <laughs> clue what this is all right well as we learned coming into the new year, MF Doom died. Mm. And so in tribute to MF Doom, this is Sofa King off of uh, his, the Mouse and the Mass, which is a Danger Doom album. So it's him and DJ Danger Mouse. Wow. Okay. And here we, here is the song. Such a such a good album. Not as good as Mad Villain, but this one mm. was really good because if you were a kid growing up watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force, this whole album is just Aqua Teen Hunger Force references and like cut clips. Like this song is called Sofa King just because they have like the clip where they make them say, I am so fucking. And so like <laughs> it's just hilarious. Uh so yeah, RIP to to MF Doom. Yeah, and it's already a little bit of a weird year. Sorry, I just think about... Well, no, because we think... uh, Was it Cecily Tyson? She just passed. Yeah, that's right. During our live. Like that. Yeah. So that was like two, three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, because... Or because this was going to be released like ah, <laughs> ah, I'm breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> what are you talking about, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, so that's in like four weeks or whatever. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> but yeah, so this has been a weird year already. It's just uh, did did MF Doom die before the new year? Yeah, he died like in November. Gee, no. Yeah, it was weird. It was. It's just been weird. It came. Yeah, the news came out. Is yeah. just nuts. The news came out New Year's Eve, but he died like the, a month before that. That's right. So you know, it's more beer. <laughs> that one was spilled onto your laptop. I know. <laughs> All right. So, Chris, what are we drinking? Man, today 
our first beer is called Vaulted Blue from, if I can find, it's Burlington Beer Company. Uh, it's a New England style IPA. And what is the ABV on this? This is only 5.5. So, you know, it's a nice little easy one to get into. We got to start off nice and easy. That's nice. Uh, I appreciate for not doing us dirty. Ooh, ooh, that is nice. That is real nice. It says, Vaulted Blue celebrates the Green Mountain Club trail builders and maintainers who have been caring for the 272-mile-long trail and other Vermont trails for over 110 years. And 5% of all Vaulted Blue, Vaulted Blue sales will be donated to the Green Mountain Club. So... This, this is a beer that has a cause behind it, which is very cool. All always, about them causes. Always love to see that. It's very crisp, um, even though it's in New England. So it's a little, it's you know, it's hazy, which is all the rage these days. But it's, I mean, it's delicious. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, it definitely has that hazy uh, New England style quality to it. There is that tropicalness that comes out. And I feel like that. That ah, reminds yes. me of, for some reason, I, I I feel like these New England styles usually are like packed with fruit. So, I've, I've yeah, like sit more citrus, mm-hmm. a lot more citrus. I don't know if, uh, well, some of them are just citrus IPAs, but uh, I feel like a lot of these have citrus hops in them, like a lot of them. So I really like this. I'm going a four two five on this one, probably. Wow. And if you pay attention to the show, I guess you already know what my rating's about to be. It's a four. Oh. It's just, it's usually a step down from you. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> well, you were so surprised, I thought it was going to be either higher or way lower. Just just by the way that you were surprised there. So, four to five is our average rating. Yeah, no, this is great. And wow. Welcome to the Average Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Average oh. Blacks, I'm your host. So, when we are recording this, this is the day after Dylan's birthday. So, shout out to Dylan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday. Old timer. Wow. He's going to... Did he hit 30? Does, I was say, does his age start with a three? Oh, my God. No. No. Wait. No, he's he should be 29, right? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, he's close, though. He's getting old. You and him are old. You're You're like three months younger than me. Yeah, but how old are you right now? 28. I'm 27. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Damn you kids. You're still in the late you're still in your late 20s though, so. That is very true. I'll, I'll own that though. The difference between 27 and 28 is nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Basically after 25, it's like 25-30. That's your age. <laughs> <laughs> Like you just go from twenty five, and then all of a sudden you're thir- you're twenty five for four years, and then you're thirty. Tell me that doesn't feel accurate. I don't feel twenty five. So do you feel thirty? Do I you, don't know. Do you feel twenty eight? I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what thirty feels like, but everyone's terrified of that number. I guess because it goes from the two in front to the three, and now all of a sudden, like life is completely different than it was a day ago i don't know is it 
Like I want. I, I can't wait so. to wake up thirty just to see is like the sky no longer blue. <laughs> like, do you get hit with a piece of information that just completely shatters reality? And if you speak it to anybody outside of the thirty club. Just like chaos happens and there's like a written contract that like appears in your bed when you wake up and then you're just like, oh, if you tell anybody that the sky is actually green, I will burn this to the ground. But then there had to be somebody that would have at least been like, okay, I'm willing to do this. Because <laughs> that would have been me. I would have ran out green. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Shape. You're worried about COVID? The Ooh. sky is green. And I'm 30. <laughs> so you can believe it. You could yeah, exactly, right? Yesterday we wouldn't have believed you because you were 29, but now that you're 30, that's kind of like uh Miss King when she was like, come back and talk to me when you're 25 about like anything. Yeah, how much did you know at 25? How much did I know at 25? I don't know. I feel like I was dumb at 25 compared to now. That was like three years ago. Right. That's a three-year difference. And how does that... How crazy is that? Like, so, Miss King's telling us that at 17 and 18. And she's saying, like, get, like, seven, eight more years on you. And then come back and talk to me. And then... That felt so far away, too, at the time. Right. And then now we're here two or three years, depending on your age, uh, (laughs) after 25... Oh, shut up. <laughs> Two years removed, three years removed from 25. And it does feel like 25 to 28, 27, um, does feel like a significant amount of time of learning and like adapting and growing. You know what it is, man? Like, I don't know. 25 is just like an arbitrary number that she threw out there maybe. But, you know, there is a period where you you go through rapid growth uh, in your 20s and it's not the same for everyone because everyone's situation is different because I feel like the maturity that you go through in your 20s you know depends a lot on what you what you have to go through at your at the time you know for us we went to college for most of that time right or at least at least two years of that time, one to two years of that time. Um, And I think college rapidly grows you as a person um, in certain ways, but the difference is you haven't had the real world experience. There's a safety net there when you're in college because it's college. It's paid for. You get meals and things like that. You don't have to worry about rent from for a lot of the time unless you decide to live off campus and there are different ways around you know paying out of pocket for rent for college students right because you can still get student aid for yeah you get the money campus. and then you pay it and you, you just have that money yeah um so there's still a safety net there but then you know after that which is maybe like 22 or 23 now all of a sudden now you have to figure out life and I think that's a starting point of life for a lot of people. So I, I think it was for me in terms of, you know, figuring out how am I going to do this shit or what is the rest of my life going to look like? So, you know, starting at 23, I'm, 
I'm now 28. So really, I'm like five years into life, five, six years into life. So that 25 number kind of works because I feel like there are other people who had to take on those responsibilities sooner who didn't go to college and they had to figure out how am I going to start paying for these things now? Um, How am I going to start making a living now? And there's that piece to it. But, you know, college also, depending on how you get into it, you kind of start to understand like the world outside of uh, your own city growing up, your own backyard, I think is what, the biggest piece for me was in college starting to understand it. Yeah. You get more perspective in college that you might not get if you weren't, unless you did something like just move away. Yeah. Travel. Yeah. And it's hard for people to just do that right out of high school, unless they have some kind of backing behind them or some kind of plan or reason to do it. Yeah. I often talk about like, I kind of wish I would have taken a gap year um, between graduating from high school and going to college and from time to time and then I think about like well what a luxury it is for people to take gap years like for some people that was an option like the only way that they were able to go to high school then go to college like if they would have taken any time in between the potential loss of financial aid or scholarships wasn't going to give them an opportunity to have a life for a semester a year they, they would have had to pick up a job. They couldn't just go travel, find themselves or something like that. So I, I think it's very interesting when we look back to like these high school times and even now and like the different options people have for for growth and what does growth really look like. So what does growth look like for commu- different communities? Um, it, it's really interesting. And I, I think that's the whole point of our podcast a lot of the times is to take the talking points that we have and really start to dive into the nuances of the conversation. You know, it's great to say, you know, need to explore yourself during, you know, your late teens, early twenties. Um, so that by the time you're 25, you, you can sit down and talk to me about a subject. But at the same time, it's just like, ooh, are we afforded the opportunity to to do so? Yeah. Uh, and once again, that's not a shot at Miss King. I actually love Miss King. No, she no, she's great. Yeah. She Except was for her little thuglet com- comments from time to time. <laughs> oh, but man. yeah. 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 The thuglet comments. But I mean. Her whole her whole point of you need to kind of gain perspective before you, you know, before you can talk to me about this particular subject. It's like, okay, we thought we were growing at 18, right? (laughs) We hit 18. We're allowed to vote. It's like, yeah, but how much have you really paid attention to these types of issues that voters are actually voting on and these politicians are pushing and trying to promote their policies for like you have no idea about any of that and you also don't and you also take all that at face value i was gonna say it's like even if you have like i remember being at reading high and being on like generation gap programs where we're talking to the older generations about different things so we were talking about policies we were talking about what was being voted on in the election but at the same time uh the question in my mind at least comes 
So you understand what the policy is about, but how much do you actually feel this? Like how, how much do you actually feel the, the effect? I think we, we feel the, the ripple effect from a lot of these policies that get enacted. Yeah, we, definitely. we feel, we feel the, like the last couple rings of those circles, but once it drops, you don't necessarily understand or it doesn't directly hit you. Until the severity much of the situation doesn't really hit you because, you know, that's something that your parents are dealing with and trying to, you know, bolster and stay strong and try to navigate that so that you don't feel that. Right. Right. So that you can stay afloat. And especially, you know, Miss King mostly had the seniors in the upper level English course. Most of those kids are college bound, like they're on that trajectory. So they're at least okay or have the future to get there. Um, So for a lot of those types of people, it's like, you know, you might not feel this until you are 25 because you're going to go to college. And even though you're going to accrue loans um, and student debt, you know, you are setting yourself up for success, but your life isn't starting yet. Even when you go to college, your life didn't start yet. Your adult life, Um, you know, 25 is probably the time where you've had a year or two of real world experience at that point. So I think at that point, it's kind of a good jumping off point. I think the 25 number was like a half decent benchmark. What what do you think? Yeah. As you said, that that it was the start of growth, at least for me. It's like, uh, I mean, maybe that's not what I mean to say, but it was a good benchmark of saying, oh, since 25, this is how my life has dramatically changed from year to year, at least. Yeah. What is the growth? That's exactly. Yeah. Um, so this was supposed to be a pretty chill episode and we hit this right off the bat. So <laughs> I feel like it's a perfect time to switch to not only another sound pad, but another beer. See, this is why I think this is a fun game. This is what maybe the mix and match Things will become we have a six is we, we pack get, of sound pads and a six exactly. pack of beer. We'll, we'll bring in different different sound pads, and that will be the mark for a different beer. So let's hear this, and then we're gonna grab a beer and be right back. <laughs> All right, so that was interesting. That was a good segue piece, and then we'll be right back. And now we're a ninety sitcom. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll switch these out. Yeah, for sure. So what are we drinking next, man? So next, we are drinking L-Bombs from Falling Knife. This is a double dry hopped, hazy, double IPA with Sabro, Citra, Sultana, and Mosaic hops. Oh, they said the magic word at the end there. Mosaic. (laughs) Hops? (laughs) Yeah, I mean that too. That's the magic word for me. This comes in at an 8.3%, so we are stepping our game up. Look, Falling Knife, this is going to be the second beer I had from them. And when I tell you I really like their verbal tip, uh, which is what I got out of Tavor Box, um, which actually kind of made me upset walking into Mary's and then seeing... Verbal tip there? Like three or four different beers that I almost... like that I either got or almost got out of a Tavor Box. And I'm just like, hold up. If I can get this here, what am I doing? Um, but then again, that I am down in Philly now, so it is um, 
it's true that while I could have gotten at Mary's, it doesn't necessarily mean I was able to get it down in Reading, which I mean in Philly, which again speaks to the like quality of uh, beer that Mary's is able to pull in. So if you're ever in the Berks County region, like I mean, I'm saying even in the Berks County area, you have to make it a point to get to to Mary's. But you also have a place that's yo. Listen, man, like okay, so there's a couple places. Alyssa gave me or Alyssa. What county? Oh, Lancaster County. Yeah, like Lancaster City, sort of. Well, okay. one is in the city. It's literally all on King, or yeah, it's on King Street, like before, um, like west of Charlotte Street. So you know, you know where Thistle Finch is, right? Yeah, that's is that Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. Thistle Finches, it's Charlotte, and then there's the back alleyway, which yeah, is like the back alleyway. Oh yeah, I know Charlotte now. Yeah. So that intersection there at King, which is like an odd four way type mm-hmm. intersection, to like a block to the right. No shit. There's a spot they have, they have crowlers and growlers. They have some stuff on tap, oh and then they have uh, a pretty decent <laughs> crowlers, yeah. growlers, uh, and cans. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Cowers, 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 Bill Cowers. <laughs> oh, how'd your Steelers do this year, you know Tyler? What? We don't want to talk about this. All right, better than my Eagles. I know, but it's like, I, but it almost was worse, wasn't well, it? Yeah, because like, like, think about this. Like, this motherfucker's in the Super Bowl again, right? Tom, Tom Brady. Yo, listen, man. I am. I'm. Oh, no. and so and so, when you think about like disappointment in a season, I was like, is it more disappointing to be like? A perfect season and lose in the Super Bowl, or is it more disappointing to have an amazing start to a year and then flounder? I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go with Super Bowl because I just think that I just I just think that to get to get so close to the goal and then come up short, like. Yeah, but then to still have what five rings? Oh yeah, that point. I'm just thinking in a vacuum in terms of yeah, in that moment. Yeah, in that moment, All forget right. the forget the player. Like if it was just a situation, like would you rather, you know, flounder in the playoffs and not not win the game, or would you? you know, go undefeated, go all the way to the final game and lose the only game that matters. I'm actually sitting here thinking, it's like, by the time this releases, I think there's a Super Bowl champion. We, we, yeah. We won't know. Yeah, but. we won't know. And so so now you know, you yeah. know how, now you know our process. I'm, I'm hoping that Brady lost. Um, I'm not betting on it. I'm not going to bet on Brady losing, but I, really I don't even really, so. it's the Chiefs too, right? It is the Chiefs so it's and they're a, back. It's a lose-lose either way for me. <laughs> You don't like the Chiefs, I forgot. Well, no, I just don't want Khalil talking shit. Yeah, but how much have you heard him from last year? Because they did win last year, too. That's true. But you know what the difference was? I wasn't going to the gym. Neither was he. You live in this different city now. That's true. There you go. He still go hits me up in my DMs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he does. That he, sounds odd. Uh, as he's a, a good friend. He's Exactly. He's, he's very good, supportive. He's hilarious. You, you know what? That's the disclaimer I want to go out right now. Slide into your friend's DMs more. Yes. 
let people that's, know. That's good. That's yeah, good. let yeah. people know. Just I, I think we need to do. I know I need to do this more. And I think just we as a society need to be better on just saying. Harry and Trey do this a lot in our group chats. Yeah, where they just like, hey, this is just my obligatory like weekly like yeah. I fucking love you guys. Yeah, that 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 really, it's small, but it's like, it's one of those things you know you know it's true, but to hear it more often from you know guy to guy, like, I mean, we we could talk on on end about you know masculinity and how it's hard for <laughs> guys to open up to each other yeah as i'm crying on your birthday <laughs> there's just so much i want to say <laughs> that was a sh- that was a shit show <laughs> God, for many reasons <laughs> Though, the, it's neither here nor there yeah. what, what do you rate this beer tyler this is phenomenal this gets at least a four or five from me Ooh, i'm also giving it a four or five there we go i'm telling you falling knife which originally i thought was the name of the beer that i tried when I when I had verbal oh, tip, oh, you thought you oh. So oh. if you go on my Instagram and you see the pictures with the falling knife can, the reason the knives are such a central part of it because I thought it was like a one off. I thought like the next time I have a verbal tip, brewing company beer, <laughs> I'll change it up. Like, oh no! However, I did also highlight the skull because that was what yeah. was there, mm-hmm. and I showed off two broken chair skulls because I it's saw the that, skull yeah. that was. That picture was the, dope with the, yeah. Yeah, it was it was the skull that was hol- it was the skeleton holding a mug with the broken chair uh, label, which has a sugar skull on it. Right. So there's two skulls. So there's a skull in the can. Did you have your tattoo? My tattoo was showing, and my dome was showing. <laughs> Skullception, baby. <laughs> what the? Oh, my, oh, my I, outer skull. You know what? We'll just I'll rather than it being ten minute increments, we have six beers. I'm just gonna every time we change to a beer i'm gonna hit the uh the sound pad i almost hit it again but that was premature yeah and we know about (laughs) pronouns welcome to the mix and match episode (laughs) (laughs) but yeah show up for your friends check in on your friends check in on your strong friends the ones that are always checking in on you check on them they they need it too um yeah i think that's the big one for for me Right there. That was the big conversation point that I wanted to bring up. It was just, that's something that I found myself oftentimes being like, no, my friends know that I'm there for them no matter what. I don't need to tell them that. I can just yeah. show up. And like, we, we do this. We'll, we'll go for however long without interacting. And then we'll just show up. We'll come to do a podcast. And it's like we've been hanging out for every day for the past two weeks. And, um, yeah, I, I think those check-ins are re- really important. Absolutely. I, and that's why I think partially why we kept going with our Instagram live series, uh, especially now that we're further away from each other because it, you know, it's, it is that check-in, right? You know, it is that time to just kind of screw around, have a beer and just chat about random things that are going on. So, uh, it's really, really good point about hitting up your strong friends or those people that are kind of there for you all the time because, you know, they're going through that stuff too. So, you know, if you're experiencing or struggling with feelings and things of that nature, they probably are too. So, can, can I say one thing? Say it. 
as we <laughs> both burp. <off>. Yeah. <laughs> um. Damn, I'm liking what this mic is doing to your voice, man. <laughs> like, Yo, I thought I w- it, it. I sounded like a like a radio DJ I earlier. Know. I was hearing. I was like, damn, damn, Chris. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Alternative Blacks. Yeah, you see the cigarette smoke coming up. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have this new jam by Pootie Tang. All right, you guys ready? Oh yeah, <laughs> Pootie too good. <laughs> Pootie too good. Pootie too good. Wait, we can actually do that now. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. You saw me pull our audio mics down for complete silence. Complete and utter silence. <laughs> <laughs> It's a work in progress. This is wild. Yeah, but this is why I would love to get someone behind the board to be able to do some of this stuff too. That we don't have to constantly be in control of this. So if if that person is you. Oh, that's what I was that's what I was gonna say. How unhealthy was that? Like thinking about all those like you go back to the uh throwback shows or even like freaking shit like um the Warriors and like it, it k- kicks back to the DJ. Who's behind the microphone saying shit? You just see them. Oh, you're just like welcome back to all of the indoors smoking. The fuck? Yeah. Listen, that wasn't that was a a last generation thing. I don't know what it was about. Like, well, I do know. We we recent as we talked about in our uh, in our episode on how advertising mm-hmm. uh, can can kind of worm into your brain almost and you know make you feel things about an activity that really don't correlate so smoking was a big one this makes me feel things i feel like i'm taking back control of my life by smoking on this cancer stick (laughs) and taking away my life but i chose that i chose this bitch (laughs) i didn't choose this life the life chose me I'm sorry. I'm I'm still in love with like the quality of. Yeah, sound. you're like fondling the soundboard. Oh yeah, I'm just like of... touching the knobs and just tweaking it. <laughs> We're only two beers in. I know. This is a good thing we had the coffee going too. Um, really, bla- Blake's up the taste. Blake's up the taste. What's <laughs> Blake Griffin doing these? I don't know. Those bland ass lines. It, wait, where is he playing? He's in Detroit. Is he? Yeah, he he. Uh, oh, they beat the Lakers the other night. He was like splashing threes in LeBron's so did face. The Sixers. They deserve to beat the Lakers. Okay, the Sixers are going to the finals. Okay, is this gonna be your year? This is our year. <laughs> the echo, Damn it! Yeah. The echo from you hitting the table. <laughs> it was much needed. Listen, Joel Embiid. Is that man? I don't know why he's still not in shape. Well, I get it. You're gigantic and you're like 280, close Yo. to 300 pounds. So I get it. But like, he just need he just needs to show up in the playoffs a little a little bit more. Ben so, Simmons needs a jump shot like yesterday, not like a couple years ago. Yeah, like a couple years ago. But he's still like one of the better players in the league. Despite that, he just. It's just, and he, you know what, he's, he's shooting slightly more than he did last year, which it's still not nearly enough, but 
you know, I so digress. I have one question before I pivot to another talking point. Um, we have talking points? Yeah. Wow, that was a good one. Thank you. I think I threw up a little with that one. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of wash that down real quick. Wash it down with more beer. Yeah, it was, well, it was a little too forceful. It's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, so would you, with with his uh, Joel Embiid's failure or struggle to remain in shape or stay in shape uh, or get in shape, would you rather see him take it slightly easier throughout the year and go harder in the playoffs? Or would you want to see him just like... I think he sort of does that or, or he's doing that already sort of. like the th- Well, see, the thing is... He was on a minutes restriction for like two years because of his injury. Um, and I, it seems like in the playoffs, he just kind of loses his legs a little bit. Uh, we'll just have to see because even if you're watching the game, like throughout the course of the game, even on it, just like a night to night basis, you see him kind of start to look like he's moving slower and you know laboring a little bit now he he does have a back issue right now so i'm just hoping that he stays healthy and he's in one piece for the playoffs because i think we have better shooting this year so we have a much better chance in the playoffs and Toronto Kawhi isn't in Toronto to make a BS shot that like goes off of like three things and then falls in to win game seven BS and we have Seth Curry that's huge yo he's going crazy this year yes except he got COVID so there's there's that but uh how's your uh how's your heat doing that's a great question. I have been like slightly paying attention to them. Like, I I admittedly don't watch too much of the regular season. I feel that. I feel like also it's kind of hard with Miami. Yeah, like obviously you could probably get you could probably just like not try to watch a Philly a Sixers game and it's just going to be on somewhere. Right, especially in Philly. Right. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in the location where Washington and Philadelphia are kind of fighting for each other. Yep. Or Baltimore, or for football, Baltimore. Baltimore, and, yeah. Eagles. Um, but you know, I I don't have any, I don't have any cable. I don't do packages or anything. Right. I might do packages for. Well, we're kind of pretty far into the NBA season already. I'm probably not going to do a package of some sort. Still need to figure out what to do for the Super Bowl though. Same. I haven't. I haven't really figured that out. I'm getting this Tavor box, like (laughs) this coming week. Oh wow! Getting ready for the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna have a box or a crate, as they call it, for the Super Bowl. And now the question is, I will not. Where the hell is what? What? What's what's going on for the Super Bowl? How is this gonna happen? What is the moves? What's? Does anyone got the? uh, Does anyone got the the moves out there? After the Super Bowl, I was about to say this comes out afterwards. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, I, this is this is where I wanted to pivot because we have the TV on in the background, or rather, my mom has the TV on in the background. Oh, by the way, the the Heat are six and twelve. Not bad. 
hey, listen, they could do the opposite of what the Steelers did and go on a ridiculous run in the second half of the season you know, and then was, be hot I, for I the playoffs. I was listening to somebody talking about, like, you know, they could they could theoretically still sneak in 7-8 seed. Like, oh, my God, yeah. Right. Listen, they, the and East I think that's is, where they thrive, actually. The is, East is, is better than it was a couple of years ago, maybe. But it's still not great. I mean... How's Tyler Hero doing this year? Tyler Hero, let's look. Uh, that's um, a good question. As you look that up, this is where I wanted to pivot towards. Yeah, uh, go for it. Did you hear about the uh, Proud Boys FBI infiltration? Oh, no. I have oh, not. Oh, what yeah. Is this? The leading member of the Proud Boys was actually an FBI informant. Oh, my God. And so the issue that's coming coming up is the fact that especially in these last four years how these terrorist organizations have gone unchecked and i saw something on like now this uh because i love now this it's quick uh easy digestible content some of my content was on now this uh now we see why uh, now we see why when wally was bitching about weed oh my god what yeah what was that about that that was about decriminalizing weed and it no, sets, no 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 like uh, what what like what was his beef with that? Oh, it's because it's like the gateway shit. Oh, because it's the devil. He like because he he talked like he was this progressive, understanding person until you get to until, things that need to be progressive. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Um, but no, looking at the Proud Boy things, it, the conversation was amongst one how much has been left unchecked and not like actually taken seriously, and then two. The amount of affiliation yeah. within, uh, like police and law, uh, large amount, right? That that is uh, that have members in it, so that have these feelings of you know, uh, they're obviously treated differently. We saw that with the failed coup, like it, where even afterwards you can see officers like holding people's hands to help them down the stairs. Yeah. Exiting them out of the Capitol, like how yet, is that yet person the black not arrested? Officers running for his fucking life up the staircase, right? Yeah, that that it, it's so it's so blatant at this point. Um, you know, I'm not surprised that this information like and, and 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 that's what really annoys me with all of it is again, it's like the new the news media. <laughs> That their damn media, that, that news media, um, they will denounce this stuff, but they'll be so surprised and act like it's so crazy and unbelievable that these things are happening, and it's just like, come on, if come you, on, man, Can yeah, we if have, you paid oh, attention, you go. That's a sound pad. Come on, man. That's a sound pad. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We gotta have boozy. <laughs> Oh, oh! By the way, Tyler Heroes—he's uh, balling this season. He got seven, eight, 18 points a game, almost eighteen points a game, seven rebounds, and four assists for Tyler Hero. It's him and Bam that like get me really excited. They really get you going. They really get me going. Yeah, a little little Bam in your life. Yeah, a little Tyler Bam. The Tyler Bam combo. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, are you ready for another beer? Let, let's run it. All right, let's run it. I like that. <laughs> and we're back. 
We're back to the smooth, <laughs> jazzy tones of craft beer. Hermit Thrush from Brattleboro. Okay, Hermit Thrush and Brattleboro both sound like jazzy ass shit. Hermit Thrush coming to you with another one called Poe Tweet from Brattleboro Records. Brattleboro Records. This is a kettle soured pale ale with local hops. <laughs> That's not jazz. Where did that come from? Were we on the Oregon Trail? What yeah, was that? I don't know. I was never a drummer. I, I so I, I, I <laughs> well, I could tell by that. Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you with some warm, like baritone ass sounds, but that's all I played in jazz band. So, anyways, we're moving on and we're walking, and we're walking into the best beer you've ever had in your life. Maybe. Yeah, Hermit Thrush. So shout out to Corey again. Holy oh my shit. God, what did you do? What was that pour? <laughs> Man, that pour was terrible. Here, you oh, try. Yeah, yeah. Give me the beer. Oh my God. You're that's, in timeout. Do we have a timeout button on here? That's a 60 40 head pour. This is around the horn. I'm muting you. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you pour it terribly so you're muted for 30 seconds? As a penalty. Oh, look at you, Tyler. Oh, 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 no. No, 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 no. It is nowhere damn near as close to how bad you were. But it's I have still half bad. the head. I have half the head. And it's still a bad pour. And your head takes half the glass, so it's only a quarter head. But we're only we're only pouring half a glass because we're sharing a pint. Right. So how so did you get half a glass? How did you get so, half a glass of head? But I also have half a glass of beer. So do I with a quarter of the I don't I don't know, Tyler. I don't know. What do you not know? It's clear as day. I don't know. You're lucky we're not recording this episode. Wait, what? Visually. Visually. Oh, visual Let's <laughs> say so you just put this out, we're not recording this. They're gonna be like, What in the world? What the F? What the F? Okay, so Hermit Thrush, Poe Tweet, Kettle Sour Pale Ale with Local Hops. What's the ABV on this guy? Let's see if I can find It's a 5.2, so it's not it's not too heavy. Not too heavy. What do you think? <laughs> I think I was just like breathing deeply into the mic. Just, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I'm like, what do you think? And I just look up and you're just like staring at the screen. <laughs> I'm looking at like, I'm just, watching the waveforms. Just like, we're, we're like, <laughs> no, there's the connotation there. We're, we're, we're just like, they handed some sophisticated piece of equipment off to like toddlers and they're, <laughs> and they're like, figure it out. Oh, so that's what no, we're doing. Okay, we're just trying me, to figure it out. Before I talk about the beer, let me bitch about something real quick. All right. All right. So here's how it goes. See, there's the smoker voice coming out. <laughs> no, so I get this. I'm trying to look. Uh, it's the Zoom Live Track L8. It's a beautiful piece of equipment. When it turns on, there's fancy lights. I'll have to show you that later. I get turned on every time I turn it on, right? And <laughs> and I'm looking through setup guides. I'm watching YouTube videos, and like, okay, you need to download the driver restart the computer oh, yeah. and then you, you you pull it up and download that driver right you, you pull up audition and there you go so i do this twice i i try restarting the computer i download the driver i restart it again i get rid of the driver i bring it back i restart it again i do the basic question have you tried restarting the computer yes 
Oh my god. I hate that as a first oh, question. Oh no no. To the point when I'm on like calls with tech support, I open up like, okay, so I restarted the computer. <laughs> Can we just go to step two? And the motherfuckers still go, okay, have you tried restarting? I said, that was the first thing I told you. It's the first thing I said is I tried restarting the computer. It's the first thing I said. I know. I was trying to like make sure it wasn't like yelling into the, it's the first thing. <laughs> it's the Bill Burr thing. We talked about <laughs> You got to talk away from the mic. <laughs> you got to talk away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is already like a hundred times better just like listening to us recording it. Oh, it's going to sound amazing, but it's going to be the worst content ever. Ever. Yeah. But it's going to sound better than anything else. Exactly. So we basically sold out. Exactly. You know, we put out that second, that sophomore album and we're good, and we're completely industry now. Yeah. We have all the production value in the world, but the songs are awful. Yes. It's all pop. All pop. Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 this is a pop pod now. Pop pod. <laughs> Uh, so I open up audition I open up zoom I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on and it will not recognize the damn software so that's why the last two episodes that you heard were normal like yeah, nothing like nothing over ever zoom happened, right? normal like shit shit is what it is so I'm on reddit and find the answer reddit shout out reddit Honestly, like Reddit is one of those weird cases where it's kind of like, oh, there's a lot of problematic shit over here, but then there's like really good shit over here. So you just got to, you know, take the good shit. You got to love a good shit. Um, got to love a good shit. So Reddit's basically like, okay, so what happens is you download it, you restart it, and then you need to bring up your... If you're on a Mac, you need to bring up your security preferences again and go to general. And what you'll see is there's a section that says Zoom services was prevented from downloading because of security preferences and got it. Now, if you're like me, who has a lot of security preferences on your computer because it's my shit. Right. um, Plus, a lot of those just kind of come with the territory. Right. And so... I went, I I shifted some of those around and I had it unlock something to be able to allow it to restart. And as soon as I allowed it, as soon as I said, okay, it restarted the computer again, opened up audition and I didn't even have to like change information. It was an option to, to use this like setup now. And, and that had never been. And it was like, yeah. holy shit. It is really that easy, but nobody's putting out. And so the Reddit thread that I was under was from 12 months ago. It was from last year. And so nobody's putting out content to explain this stuff. So hopefully by the time that you hear this, maybe I'll have a YouTube video out. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really want to make sure that this is like accessible information for people uh, so that they can at least see this because if I'm going through this like yeah. again I on one of the last episodes I went I had two audio recording classes in college like I had your regular audio recording and your advanced audio recording so like I thought getting this piece of equipment I was like I know what to do yeah. so I was in Pagoda City Studios and I was like talking to Jay and I was just like hey like I got this new piece of equipment and it just will not freaking work for my Mac what's up and he goes Oh, well, you usually have to download a driver. I was like, ah, I did that. I did it. I restarted the computer. <laughs> I did step one and step two. 
And so it was a little refreshing today to find out that I wasn't completely at fault. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It is, it is refreshing when it's not just you, when you know it's, you know, oh, is, was that your first time sipping that beer? Yeah. What it, do you think? Okay, so the thing I like about sour, so I had a sour ale last night when I was over at David Hassler's. Um, he got it from Shaler. And it's infused with hemp. It's high Felicia. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Wait. He drove... Well, I guess it's not that far. It is. I went... To, what, Shaler? Yeah. From from Ephrata, that's you like know 20 what? minutes. I'm that, gonna, that's like 10 minutes. Yeah. I, well, no, it's I'm going to I'm gonna bitch about this real quick. Hasler, I hope you're listening. <laughs> One of the many people that listen to this podcast. Right. Exactly. Um, no, so... One of the things that bothers me, this is why I like our, our friendship a lot, is I, I'm starting to realize there's different elements in my life where it, it, it's me going to you. So when we talk about showing up for friends and stuff like that, like in order for me to hang out with you, I shouldn't have to always go to your place. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I mean, for one, I mean, for me, it's kind of like, Unless you like, if you have an it, like a a reason to not want to be in your place to the point where you know, okay, come to my place all the time. But it, at the very least, we can meet up, right? Somewhere, right? And I feel like nine times out of ten, I'm going to Hassler's to hang out. And then so when I can't do it, or when I'm like, ah, you should come here, it's just like. Yeah, what's like, up with that? Because right. like it was like, hey, I have this big project that I'm working on. I'd rather not spend the 20, 40 minutes in a car. because 20 to get there, 20 to get back. It's like, I'd, I'd rather spend that time continuing my work until you get here or something like that. And I think the response was like, oh, if you don't want to hang out, that's all. That's okay. I'm just like, no, I want to hang out. I just like, I would like to do it here. <laughs> like, I, I would like to actually work on something because that's the whole reason I'm in this area. Right, you're not just up here for vacation. It's not leisure for me. This is leisure. It is leisure. It's leisure. Me. Yeah, it's always leisure. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not this huge like my friendship's going to be like fractured because of this. But it's one of those things that I've been thinking about recently. It was just like, you know, if I'm always doing this, like, it shouldn't feel like pulling teeth to ask. And so that that, that was just something that was on my mind. I don't know if anybody listening uh, has any thoughts or feelings or examples that they would like to share, but you can hit us up on our Instagram channel because that's where we're most active. Yes. Hit, us, hit up. us up on Instagram because we will not respond anywhere else. Absolutely. And uh, so what would you rate Poe Tweet from Hermit Thrush Brewing? Mm. That's why I brought up Hassler. I forgot the whole reason. Um, he had this hemp-infused oh. thing from Shaler, right? Hi, Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Hemp-infused sour ale, right? And... What I wasn't getting from it was there was no tartness. What? There's right. no tartness in a sour so ale? I'm thinking like the hemp like balanced it. But it was weird because I was just but like, I, I wanted, because it was a sour. So I was expecting something sour. I, I just don't see like the hemp flavor. No clue. I was just like trying to rationalize it. I was trying to give it, it yeah, give them know. the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Um, maybe so, they were ter- maybe they were, and we have no idea how to brew anything, right? In terms of actually getting it done, um, 
we understand the process a little bit, um, but we we don't brew. But yeah. I would assume they probably don't do a lot of sours, and they were they were they didn't go as heavy as they needed to to get the tartness where it needed to be. They probably went too cautious and you know it kind of backfired and i always expect like that warhead feeling you know where you get the that that, that pucker right i'm good like a step below that well and, and this is what happened when i drank this like that whole like bottom jaw line mm-hmm. got that like salivating. tingle and yeah. like salivated immediately when when i drank that and that is exactly what it looked for when I drink one of these, and this is my maybe fourth or fifth Hermit Thrush. Yeah, this and is... I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. Oh, what are you going to do? This is a five. A five? Really? Hold up. Hold up. Okay. I was going to give it like a four, two, five. I'm giving so this that... a straight up five. That's a four or five for me. That's a four or five. You, I'll explain my like reasoning for five. Yeah, go for it. There is not a single thing about this beer that I feel like they could have done better. Mm. Mm. There is, there is nothing that after I drink this, I was like, you know what I wish they would have done. And and for me, because of that, and because it's not, they couldn't have done this better. But I might still not like reach for it. If I see this, I'm getting it. Mm. And that's why it's a five for me. Okay, so those are compelling arguments. <laughs> you don't have to agree. No, but honestly, like that's a very compelling argument. Like um The thing is for me, maybe it is a bit of like a style bias where I like sours but i don't know that a sour is ever gonna blow me out of the water Mm, this blew me very well (laughs) oh tyler hold on one second Mm. okay so i'm still gonna go for hmm See, I keep going up. I started at 425. Now I'm at a 45. I might go 475 here because what's really nice about this, and we talked, we were just talking about Shaler and balance. To me, balance isn't supposed to eliminate a flavor, especially a key element. Yeah. Like if you're making a sour and you put something in there to balance it so it's not super tart or super sour. You should still get tartness or sour. You should still get that. It should just be supplemented by another flavor that kind of balances it out. Takes some of the edge off, not completely eliminating it. Right. What I like about this is in the first couple sips, I wasn't getting it. Um, Might have been all that head. (laughs) So the first couple sips, I wasn't getting it right. (laughs) That head might have prevented you from it blowing you. Listen, it was a volatile <laughs> bear. Um the hops in here come through really well and it's like for with a sour you don't get a lot of hop 
flavor usually. I think the hops come through very, very well here. This is very good. And um This is easily my obviously through my rating. Uh my favorite hermit thrush to date. Um I would agree with that. Holy shit. I am going to pull my rating up to a seven five. Mm. Four seven five. Which and bring, what does that bring the average? It brings to? the average to a five. The alternative blacks have five a beer. That's right. Certified. And we got a badge. Yes, certified. So we certified. Just, yeah, certified. So we just certified a fiver. Um, uh, a what? A fiver. A fiver. Yes. So I think this is a good time to take a break, go to our next beer, and try out our new sound, which will be the sound of a five rating. Touché. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Apparently we're back. I promise. We're yeah. back. Do I have my headphones on right? I don't know. Do you? I did. All right. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're, we're professionals. Is that what you're going to say? We're, we're still trying to figure this thing out. Here. That's right. So what are we drinking as we try to figure this all out? We have... Cloudy and Cumbersome, Double Dry Hopped, Blood Orange by Levante Brewing. And see, Cloudy and Cumbersome is one of those that I know... Okay, Tickle Parts from them is one of my favorite beers. I thoroughly enjoy that. Extra Tickle Parts for me. Yeah, but Cloudy and Cumbersome is a good beer, and I'm very excited for this blonde, uh, blonde orange. Blood Orange, because Blood Orange IPA, I don't know... what. The, Oakbrook has a blood orange that's phenomenal. And um, so whenever I see blood orange and IPA... As blood orange is usually like a pretty... Like, I think... Uh, what's what's that? Uh, is it Flying Dog that oh, has yeah. a blood orange? Yeah, and they, like that one's orange. actually pretty good. It's like one of the two beers from them that I like. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the rest of them are god-awful. Right. Garbanzo beans. Garbanzos, man. Yo. Is that a sound pad thing that we have? Is that garbanzo beans? No, it's a clip from uh, what song is that? Is that an Ari Lennox yeah. song? At the end, where it's like, damn, goddamn garbanzos. Let me go check on these goddamn garbanzo beans. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. That's why I say it all the time. <laughs> uh, I, I love Hate Her. Ooh, ooh. Expound on that, Tyler, as we drink this beer. Mm. Which oh, smells amazing, by I've the way. I think i explained it. I was at the Roots picnic. She was performing mm. Shea Butter Baby. Oh, yeah. And she said J. Cole was going to come out Ladies and gentlemen, help me introduce to the stage, J. Cole. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I died in that moment. That is hilarious. Oh, by the way, this beer is fucking delicious. Mm. Excuse me. Mmm. I don't know if I can do this back to back. This is a five off rip. <laughs> five. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that back to back. Five point oh. I have a very proud three point five five average. Two plus three. Sorry. <laughs> Four plus one. I have a I have a very strict three point five five average on my untapped. This isn't going on your untapped right now though. But, officially. Uh, it, I know. You know how much that hurts me? I'm trying to hit 2,000 by the end of the year. I need these logins. 
I mean, I could, but how many logins is it really? Well, if we start doing more of these, it's going to be a lot. That's right. So, are you going to give it a five or not? And I, no, what you what you see the problem is with this, oh, don't nitpick this one. The problem with this beer is nothing. <laughs> there is Dude, no the, issues with this beer. It's it's perfectly balanced. Oh, oh I'm the sorry. Orange. You you didn't tell me this part. Mosaic hops. Yeah. The hop profile is very nice in there. It's th- subtle. It's so subtle. But you know what? You catch the dryness on the end. So for those that aren't necessarily into a sweeter beer, I think you could kind of get away with this. And who still has landline? That is the sound pad we need. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to start cutting our old episodes into the sound pads. That's going to be great. I just... And I alluded to this earlier, but we need a sound engineer. We need somebody who's like so responsible. Right now, I'm like talking uh, on the episode and like... You're like DJing the episode. Exactly. Uh, it would be nice to have someone that could do this for us. Plus being able to like bank some sounds from other episodes and yeah. just like cut them in. Like kind of what you said from our old episode. So if you're interested in being an audio engineer for the show, if you want to even do it remotely where we just send you the clips after we get done recording, uh, hit me up. Let us know. You can do it through Alternative Blacks. You can do it through Tooch, FaceTime. Uh, FaceTime being yeah. the Chris's Instagram, not just actual yeah, FaceTime. Yeah, don't FaceTime me. I do not pick or, up FaceTimes. Look, well, if you FaceTime me and I pick up, that means I love you. I mean, I technically can't FaceTime. That's right. So there's that. I, I do not pick up video calls. I do not like them. Like... Video calls is one of those things that just never really caught on like as the next big thing because you think about it like remember like Pokemon when we were like back in the 90s where like the anime or whatever was them picking up a phone at a computer and and like talking yeah video calling and that was supposed to be like you know futuristic type technology and we have that technology today, but it's not really used like that. You know what I mean? It's not used as just regular calls. If if it were not for COVID, video chats would not be as popular as they are. No, no. And I think Zoom really got lucky with the way that they kind of were coming on at that point. Um, yeah. I mean, video calling. I mean, I get it. Like... It is, it's going to be the next thing in terms of handling business, for sure. But I don't think it's going to be just casual, normal. There are people who love it. I absolutely cannot stand it. Well, I, my thing is like... So, like, if you're, if you're on the phone with someone, you know, usually you're like screwing around or walking around or getting things done while you're on the phone with someone for that amount of time like i don't there's there's a few there's a very select few situations that i think a video call is like appropriate and that would just be like i haven't seen my grandparents in six months right and i know they're lonely and i want to see their faces 
okay, or we have a grandchild and they haven't seen them before, you know, something like that with family oriented, something of that nature. But like, if it's just like a call just to get some information or do not call me to be like, Hey, who was I supposed to call today? Like th- that's what I mean. Like, wait, don't... does that happen to you? No, because people know not to FaceTime me. But like, just I, I, I don't want the. Oh, I just thought I'd like check in with you. And we live like ten minutes away from each other. Don't do that to me. If you wanted to check in with me, try stop in and say hi. Don't don't. Normally, let... not not during the pandemic. Normally, right? But it there's. I think that's exactly kind of what you alluded. There's like a social awkwardness for me. Where it's like, yeah. Now that it's a video call, that I can't do other things. Yeah, you're losing the ability to multitask. Right. And I get it. Some like, there's something to be said about you know devoting the time to the conversation. But if it's not that type of conversation, what like what's what's better? Like being on the phone and both of you are like just doing things or you know, over a regular phone call or both of you just standing there awkwardly. Because I, I would argue I'm not a socially awkward person, right? I get along with like a lot of people, right? However, FaceTime presents a level of anxiety and social awkwardness to me that I I'm agree. not comfortable with. And I, agree. I, I think it's because right now you and I are doing this podcast and even right now you're looking down at your computer. We're, we're feeding off of the environment that we are in collectively. As soon as you box in what that collective environment is, because now it's only how much you can see on a tight screen, how much I can see on your, your screen. The, then the feeding off of your individual, Mm. Mm, environments almost yeah. becomes you've been you've been taken out of your environment and they're you know you're basically you're put into a world that doesn't exist because mm. it's a combination of two spaces that have never existed it's a combination of two faces man that's deep that's deep but that's what it is for yeah, me it's it, like it, you're it's, literally you're losing your chakras there you go I've never been able to put it into those words. But no, that that that's honestly the level of like damn this beer is good. <laughs> like the like every time I sip it I'm like the mark of a 5 for me is not only is it fantastic it's on its own through and through. Through and through. The last sip was just as good if not better than the first sip. You haven't got to the last sip. And I already know because <laughs> it just keeps getting better. If it were to just keep going up and the last sip just like fell off a cliff, like that's me. That's something I did somehow. (laughs) I drank it wrong. (laughs) Why did you drink it wrong? Is there a wrong way to drink beer, Tyler? Yeah. uh, It's called a uh, enema. Ooh, that sounds (laughs) so uncomfortable. (laughs) You asked if there's a wrong way and I just told you. Okay, if you had to drink it through your mouth, is there a wrong way to drink beer? I'm not sure because keg stands have proven that even upside down you can consume alcohol. <laughs> okay, the correct answer was drinking it out of a glass bottle, but <laughs> we'll come back to that. 
I, I don't just, know what I just it is assumed about you were pouring yeah. it if it was in a bottle. No, like even then though. No, you're right. Glass bottles should be banished. You know what's crazy? Remember a few years ago and basically up until a few years ago. It was bottles. It's bottles. Now you go into a bottle shop and it's not bottles. It's all cans. Like 90% cans. Have cans always had... Apparently cans now have a lining in them that help prevent the aluminum taste. Aluminum? (laughs) Are we British now? Aluminum. (laughs) It's aluminum. (laughs) What was that from? (laughs) Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm very Ron Swanson when it comes to oh, video calling and TikTok. Okay, well, you brought up Ron Swanson. Let me finish this thought. So I think cans now have a lining in them that prevent like the flavor like coming off of the can into but the beer. But hasn't that... I don't know how long that... I don't know the... Okay. I don't know the history behind it, but I, I could at least say that has helped. I, I wish glass bottles had the same shit. This is what I think. I think it is... Or it has been a kind of one of those things where it's been demonized for what it was like. You drink it out of a glass, you put it in a bottle form of that, and it's cool, right? Um, for one, it keeps way better in, in cans. Because there's no light. There's no light that there's can get into no it. There's no light infiltrating. And, I mean, Coke cans have been lined since... I don't know, at least since we were children. Right. Because so that was the whole thing, right? Oh, if the can wasn't lined, then the Coke would eat through the bo- or eat through the can. So, it, you know, the, in, the lining... it's terrible for it, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely terrible. If, if, if the whole point of saying it's lined because it would eat through the can, what do you think it's going to do to your stomach? Probably not much. Anyways. <laughs> it's like stomach acid exists. Yeah, but still, there's no way that could be good for you. I mean, no, it's not because high fructose corn syrup is awful, but I digress. I don't digress. Digest. Who's Gress? I don't know who Gress is, but he needs to die now. Oh, I thought you were just like dipping him in like colors. <laughs> Are you insinuating? <laughs> uh, Are you this... calling Gress colored? <laughs> see, this is the element. This is what the mix and match episode is this is the essence of this is the essence um what i was going to say was i went to the barbershop recently i went to the fine lines in west reading fucking fantastic barbershop shout out yeah i go Uh, there too yeah exactly like they do not sponsor the show they should we should do a show there Ooh, with whatever they have we have the equipment and they have the tap right exactly uh we'll, we'll work into this um wow that'd be actually a lot of fun uh however where was I going with this? Something about a haircut. You got a haircut. Oh, this was this was low-key shade. This is one of the first barbershops that I've gone to that I did not feel like the, the threat of it getting shot up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not going to name names, but our last barbershop that both you and I frequented. You do realize that this. man went to jail, right? But, like, he's a man of the community. You do realize he's still, like, selling stuff out of the back, right? Not that stuff, but stuff. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Obama are all on the wall. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying that, like, what... I don't... 
I don't feel like while sitting there that it's gonna happen. I don't like I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's not platinum barbershop or that one that one that always gets shot up. Right. But um, this is the one I can say without a doubt that I it, it never even hit the back of my mind until I was explaining to my grandma why I go to West Reading for a haircut. Wow, hold on. That that's an interesting thought to to kind of dive into. Like the way that you said it, it was kind of suggests that you said, "Hey, I'm going to this barbershop in West Reading. Who owns landlines?" Uh, but you know, you're saying, "Hey, I, you know, I'm going. I got a haircut. It was at this place in West Reading." And then someone said, "Why West Reading?" Be like, "Why are you in West Reading getting a haircut?" When there's plenty of barbershops in Reading. And that was because I, I went to Scott's for a long time and then my barber got killed. Good point. And Very then, good point. And then I went to All Star Barbershop. That was just like a five, ten minute walk. Not a drive, a walk. And that place got shot up and moved. Yeah, um, that, that one. Where was that at? That was like by Amazing Walk. That was... In Rockland Plaza. That shit is nuts. And that got shot up. You know Edgar was there like that day, like earlier. I was supposed to be that I was supposed to be at and Scott's. Did, I was supposed to be at Scott's yeah. when it got shot up. And that's what was crazy to me. That's why I remember that because he was like, I was there earlier that day. And I remember you saying that you had an appointment. And it would have been like at that time, but you had to change it up for some reason. I canceled. I, yeah. I no, I didn't even have an appointment. I was just gonna go because with Scott's, you didn't really need an appointment. You just, you just walked walk in. in. Okay. Um. And I was on my way. I was walking down the street because it was right down from Reading High. I was on the way down the street. Somebody ran into me. I was like, "Oh, we should go do this." And I was like, "Yeah, fuck the haircut." Wow. Shout out to that person. Whoever they I wish are. I could remember who, who that? that was. Who was that? I was just too distraught over the fact that my barber just died that I don't even remember who it was. I remember when that happened. That was that was absolutely crazy. Wow. And um, but shout out again to <laughs> why did I bring up shout fine out lines? or shout out? Yeah. Why did I bring up fine lines? What was the even like you, were, the point? you got a haircut and then we were just kind of praising fine lines for how dope they are. They were are they are they they, they are, are pretty dope. amazing and I forget what what the whole conversation. Shout out my barber Anthony. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but they treat you like fucking kings there. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Like I, I can't remember any of the reasons why we were going to bring it up. So I think that's a good reason to take a quick break, regroup, regroup get another get beer, another. <laughs> and we'll come back with regroup more conversation. something that will not regroup us at all. Exactly. We're, we're going to move on to another conversation. So this, this was a fail. All right. So we, we're going to try to rebound off of that. Um, <laughs> Getting into our next beer here. Yeah. So what? Are, I'm gonna ask you, what are we drinking, yeah, Chris? The as beer I'm right like, in front of you as you turn the label away from me. What are we drinking? I don't know. A non sequitur, right? So I've I've heard this name, or maybe I've just heard this phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was great. That was so great. <laughs> So then, have you have you heard 
This brewery? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm. I, I, <laughs> I heard this name before. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard these words. <laughs> non sequitur beer project, and I am the avalanche. Present dive IPA, and I love it because it's the traditional style IPA. Not nah, fuck tattoo. Traditional style tattoo. <laughs> That's the artwork. Is the Oh God! Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, so it's a West Coast styled IPA with Citra, Simcoe, and CTZ hops, which I think is made by Nissan. Um, <laughs> Man, we're already rolling on this one in this segment. So CTZ hops, CTZ is a hop of many hidden aromas depending on addition timing. Hold up! But isn't everything? Aroma based depending on hop timing in addition. That's the whole element of hops, isn't it? Depending on when you put it in, it's either aromatic or a bitterness unit. Yeah, I mean, I this is from Gorst Valley Hops, so they're probably just trying to like sell their product or whatever. It says the theols are primarily responsible for her pungency, but being very volatile, they diminish rapidly during the boil. Ooh, so we have finally decided hops are her. Well, Tyler, what else would they be? I, I don't know. They come from Mother Earth. <laughs> anyway. Maybe that's what we need as we like pour it. We need the beer sound as one of the, the sound pads. That's what beer sounds like to me, apparently. God, Tyler, what is that pour? What are you talking about? This was about average of our pours tonight. I don't want to hear this bullshit as you... Oh, yeah. Look at that right there. That is, that's a good pour. No, no. I would beg to argue that you want a little more head than that. I mean, you might. But if you extrapolate that head over a full glass, it's a perfect amount of head. Debatable. <laughs> um, okay. Right. So I am the avalanche. Are you? I am the walrus. I am the avalanche. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So the aroma screams West Coast IPA. Oh, yeah. Even the flavor is so much more balanced. And even looking through this, like, again, I, I'm Crisp actually I'm missing this in terms of IPAs as of late. I And I keep getting drawn in by the DDH, and I need to start avoiding this um, just so I can get more balanced in what I'm trying again. Because everything I'm, I'm drinking currently is super fucking hazy. And I, I want to kind of... Uh, switch it up a little bit and this is nice to be able to see my hand on the other side of the glass yeah i mean this it's still opaque don't get us wrong oh it's, it's not, not like super crispy clear it's not but cool. I mean, this is like water compared to in terms of its For opaqueness yeah. um it's water compared to the standard ipa that you might find these days which is you know and and you know what we say that living in pennsylvania like we live on the East Coast. New England style, that region is very close to us compared to like a West Coast where 
maybe a lot of the smaller breweries, the stuff that doesn't get over to us on this side of the country, are doing those same West Coast IPAs. I was about to say that West Coast IPAs are just becoming a little more readily available as of late. In, in my opinion. Because, like, I remember, like, so you and I are both jumping into Tavor right now. Right. Remember when I introduced you to Sudosu? Yeah, man. And that's not even West Coast. Right. That's, that's Indiana. But but it was still like that was in conversations of that like And that's stuff exclusivity. Yeah, yeah because And that was only how far that was top Illinois? Ling- yeah, top no, I think I think it's Iowa? In, it's one of those I states. Right. I, I said I said Indiana, but it could be Illinois or Iowa. It, it be, I think it, it might be Iowa. It's in actually. the Midwest, right? But like yeah, it's in the Midwest, one of those I states, and it was not it, like it's it was not easy to find just like two years ago. I can find it everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. For you know, you know what for me though, it was in Wegmans. Right. Only in my like near me. And then I started seeing it in other places. And now like the beer now spot see- by me has it and I'm so And at first it was only pseudo suit and now it's now it's all of their stuff. All of all their, their stuff. stuff. Top and Goliath has moved over. But that's what I mean though. It's it's we're talking about a place that's a state that's not that far away. We're not talking even about another like on the other side of the uh, continent, we're talking about on the yeah. other side of the region is where right pseudo Sioux was, um, and so we're starting to see uh, styles being a little more readily available to us on the East Coast, um, and now jumping into Tavor, like a lot of those beers that early Tavor adopters were able to get, like again. The amount of beers that I saw in Mary's today that are available on Tavor was kind of mind blowing to me because one, it's saying how good Mary's or is. Or Endering. That too. But because it, it, it's definitely cheaper at Mary's. Right. But it, it's kind of cool to see. Like, I, I know in Philly, a lot of those things I wasn't able to get my hands on, but Mary's it exists. So Mary's is just this fucking anomaly. But, um, yo, it, it's a game it, it really is. Yo, Mary's, like, we, we do this like every other episode, but. Just stepping in there today again, like, and they keep improving their selection because second time in a row, I walked in there and they were like, oh, let me show you what you should have. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I remember walking in there just by myself one time and Steven was in there working who friend of the friend of the show, former Fam. guest family and family uh, for you and me. But yeah. you you technically me sort of. And, you know, he was like, oh, let me show you this, 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 this. And then uh, Adam, yeah. the beer guy there, he was just like, yeah, take this. Yeah. Take this one because, you know, we don't have many left. He actually went back to his personal stash to get me that. And I think it was the extra tickle parts at the time. They only had so many of those. And he gave that one to me on the house. So they... You know, they take care of their people that go in there and support them. And they they really are doing a great job with delivering craft beer. Let's just say how they're doing God's work. <laughs> they're doing they're doing the work with a higher power. Speaking of higher powers, um, as we're doing this episode, which has no format. Um, I'm, There's a format. I, we, yeah. we have beer. Our format's no format. Um uh, my neighbor, I went by and say hi to him, uh, and he hooks me up with GQ. I have Esquire. I subscribe to Esquire, but he subscribes to GQ. 
I don't give him shit, but he always gives me the GQs afterwards because I, I have a stack of like magazines like this fucking high, which is high. You can't see it on the audio, but it's high. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm looking over and I, it's GQ's 25th annual Men of the Year issue. And so the icon of the year is George Clooney. Then it has an article about Trevor Noah, but the very bottom, it's Megan the Stallion. And when we're talking about the fuck shit that's happened over like 2020, like her and Tory Lanez, that that's a whole other yeah. monster. But um, it made me think about. I wanted to get your opinion on Megan the Stallion because I know how you feel about Nikki, and I I just kind of wanted to have this conversation. Nikki Minaj, right, right. Let's have this conversation because we have old... Nikki, Cardi B, and Megan. Okay, that, okay. That, that's that's the conversation. I'll give me. you my I'll give you my synopsis on all three to start. Nikki Minaj has always annoyed me, and and you know what it is. I know she's from she's from like New. Is it New Jersey actually? Or is she from New York? Like she's from that area though. Right. And I know people from that area who were coming up while she was on the come up with mixtapes and things like that. And they swear by her mixtapes, but they hate all of her albums. And I'm just like, I haven't heard any of her mixtape stuff actually, but all the stuff I've seen after she's blown up has not made me want to go back and take the chance on losing some time. Uh, Shit like the Starships fucking song that kills me, or what's that other poppy ass song besides Starships that she has? Super bass. Yeah, that boom, that, boom, that boom, boom, shit. boom, 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 You're the super bass. And then like her performance on Monster was annoying as hell. Ah! And I think for me it's the the voices. Hold up, Kendrick has voices. They aren't annoying though. Like she'll go. <laughs> And it's like, really? What are we? What is that? Eminem has voices, but they're funny. He's funny. You don't think that's funny? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I think it's annoying. I think it's really, really annoying. Like just to me. Ooh, she, sample check real quick. Uh, the Dungeon Dragon. Rah, rah, like a Dungeon Dragon. Where's that from? What What, what is that sample? Because we do this on the podcast. Sample game. Where, where did Nikki get that sample from? This is a great sample. I'm not even... I, I can't... Not visualize, but... I can't audioize. So, I, for, I forget even what song she me. says. Uh, rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon, right? It's, I'm sort of remembering that now. So, um, it's actually... A line from Buster Rhymes... When he was a part of... Leaders of the New School. Uh, so a 90s. Being featured rounds. on a Tribe Called Quest song. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, I've heard that song. Right. Nonsense. That's mad. That's I mean, a that's a, that's a good. That's a good reference. Or that's whatever. not like Drake stealing a verse. That's just a good actual listen, sample. Listen, listen, listen. That's a good listen. reference. That's a good throwback. We're not talking about Aubrey right now. We need that Drake episode. No, we don't. No, no, we do. We need to be plastered, and we need to just tear him apart limb from limb. Listen, we can't have any Drake stands on the show. We have to. We have to have a Drake stand on a show to actually like have a conversation. But we should be allowed. I think we are deserving. <laughs> Of a show where we just rip him to fucking pieces. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's Aubrey. He stole a fucking Irish toast. 
That's one of he's, his most so, recent like. He's so, yeah, he, like all yeah, he's bad. Um, back to the topic Nikki. at hand though with Nikki Soli, like she's annoyed me enough to where, and I think it's because she's gotten she, like she's tried to get into like this poppy lane way too much. Um, for my liking, and I'm just not a fan of pop music, and maybe that's what it is, but. Did you hear her Barbie dreams or whatever the song was? It was the uh, yeah, and that was that was good. I love that. That, that was, was good, fire. and it was a cool. It was a cool. That's a nod. That's nod. not a steal. Yeah. Like it's a cool nod to you know. I'm Biggie. gonna take this and I'm gonna remix it to like a girl's perspective. So See, like that was cool. I like that. That's artistry. The that's Anaconda music. song is it was cool too. Yeah. That was fun and and, and cool. Um, and again, a nod. That's not a yeah. It's a nod. Uh, Sorry, Drake really fucking bothers me. <laughs> yeah, you're that's like, not you're, music. You're that's not it. music. That's not art to me. Oh, you mean where he steals a whole verse from like a very localized artist? Like, I I just don't understand that. Like, I understand cr- taking a line and making it a hook. Because like, even when you talk about blow the whistle, and when Drake clearly stole, I go on and on. Yeah, he went forever. Yeah, he went he went on and on with the with that verse. Right. There's a difference between like someone saying like cash rules everything around me, cream, and then keeping it pushing and not stealing like a whole fucking like Wu Tang. Now, to be fair, to be fair, if Drake didn't have the history of taking shit, that on and on one wouldn't be so bad. If it's a one off, it's a if it's a one off, it's not a one off for him though. Yeah, cause that Y was it the YG song with him? Like that was Who do you so love? bad. Yeah, players club. So bad. The players club. Uh, that steal. But it's like I, I. So you you saw him do blow the whistle. He takes too short. But then you see, I think it's a uh, sweetie. I think is she just came out with the song with Doja Cat, which was uh, that's my best friend. That's I enjoy that song a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, she she has a song where it's uh. Doesn't she do the uh, she Gucci ha- Mane? She has Gucci Mane. She has something. But from Gucci Blue- Mane was on that song, yeah, wasn't he? But and she also yeah. has something from like Blow the Whistle, uh, that that she takes like a hook from. But yeah. again, it, it it's literally part of the chorus. It's not the whole yeah. thing. Anyways, we're back to Nikki. This wasn't supposed to go here. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you just, it's you, just you went off on an angry look, tangent. Aubrey there. just makes me feel some type of way. Well, you know, it's also the fact that. <laughs> I just realized that I'm throw fanning the flames here, but I think for me it's his whole. He is probably the most toxic person because he's like toxic relationship guy, mm-hmm. and I think that's what kills me. It's like he is going to come out and just pretend that. You know, he did all of these great things for you and this, this, and that. But, like, ugh, ugh. Another time. Another time. Nikki, sort of <laughs> annoying. Cardi, I like I like her energy. She's very, she's very upfront with, hey, listen. I know people write my shit. Like, I am a performer. This is what I do. So she's very upfront about that, and I like her energy. I like, uh, I I like some. I like her songs. Like I don't listen to a lot of albums or a lot of music, uh, in that sense. But everything I've heard from Cardi, like I I like it. I think I think she she's having a lot of fun with what she's doing, and she's kind of just like enjoying being, 
having blown up and given the opportunity to kind of be that that star right and is deserving of being able to do that yeah absolutely uh so i like cardi um meg the stallion is dope as hell i think she is like and, and see here's the thing like i don't really like nikki all that much but i respect what she's done because right. like the lane kind of closed for a while until she came back and kind of opened it back up because she she's she's not a pioneer in the sense of just female rappers but right. she's opened it back up to the new age she, yeah the new she's school. she's pioneer in this era and yeah. that, that was always the conversation it's like when when nikki came on the scene and everyone was talking about oh she is completely different than what we've ever seen i was like well no we've we've had little kim we've had remy like we've had eve like we've had the uh these rappers that mm-hmm. like these female rappers uh however i i think Nicki minaj is like our era of that where it's Again, did, did Nikki probably get exploited and taken advantage of in certain mm-hmm. areas? Hell fucking yeah. Just Absolutely. like when we talk about Lil' Kim. Like, I, I watched some, some of these videos online. Um, I can't necessarily quote who who I watched talk about this, but it was even talking about WAP. It was talking about Lil' Kim. It was talking about some of these other artists and about when they actually recorded it, the age, what was happening, who was the producers behind it promoting this type oh of stuff. God. Like Fucking some toxic of, fucking Some, of, some of that shit, man. Like Awful. What what's a uh, fucking R. Kelly and uh, who was that? Was that Ashanti? No, I don't know. Who was that? Where he he was like she was like a teenager. No, exactly. Like, and it's okay. happened and it's, more often yeah. than people would like to admit or even acknowledge. Um, however, with that statement being said, you have to then acknowledge. Okay, without Little Kim's, without Eve's, without Trina's, without uh, all these other female rappers, without Remy, you know, you don't get to Nicki, and without Nicki, you don't get to Cardi, and then you don't get to Meg. And you, you know, you might not agree with what WAP is actually promoting, and it might not be really a feminist anthem the way that people try to like spin it to be. However, the fact is, you have two artists that can one hundred percent drop WAP and Absolutely. let it be well, a banger. I know, like, obviously, we're men, so we can't give a complete, full perspective on the positivity that that song could have. Oh, yeah. Have. But I, I don't think what are ever... your thoughts on that, saying that? I, I, again, I always love... Or what have you heard from people? I'm not even sure you know? if, if I'm at a place to speak on that. <laughs> like, what have you heard from people who do who do have a place to speak on that have you heard like have you heard things because for, for I, me i don't talk to a lot I of people i don't you really, talk to way more people yeah, i don't really know if anyone's like oh yeah this was 100 like the feminist movement that we needed i do know people that were just like i fucking love this song like speaking on from women like who just love the song love being able to be like that out front uh for me from a male's perspective um who I think, like, as myself, I, I think I'm pretty open to a lot of different, like, viewpoints and stuff like that. And what I enjoy about WAP was having a song like this. And it's not the first of its kind, but it's one of the more recent that are very much in front of your face when you yeah. break down WAP. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It is very much like a... We love these songs by guys that are talking about, like, I dicked her down and, like, yeah. all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you have a, like... 
females that are on a song talk. Oh, I shouldn't have said females. Women on a song that are, <laughs> that are talking about like that same equivalent of like, oh my dick's mm-hmm. big, or like, oh my pussy's wet as right. fuck. And that you know that's what it was for I me. Love it. I fucking love that. And not because it's I love it's the it. it's the wop for me. Yeah. No. no, but because I love just how not brazen, but just how um confident it, it's the confidence because what what is, for me like what is more sexy than confidence and like and what is more confidence than talking about your sexuality yeah especially in a I'm, society that demonizes mm-hmm. you for having it if you're a woman if you're a woman that's what i meant yeah, yeah. and that's kind of like where with my thought on it once again not being an authority or being in a place to really you know give my opinion on it yeah. My opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, no, I'll allow you to finish. And before we go to break, we have one more. Yeah, uh, my thought on the positive notes of that song, and I, I, I was watching some video of, uh, I can't remember, a, a music a music critic on YouTube kind of discussing the song and why um, they thought it was very positive. And, and the point was, it's one of the few songs where a woman is expressing her sexuality for herself and not to please the man. Yeah. It's 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 I am expressing myself for myself, not for you. And I think a lot of times when there's a song about expressing sexuality, it's always about pleasing the other person. Oh, I like that because it it wasn't as so much of oh, I have this WAP for you, but it is yeah, it's, because of the WAP that I possess, I you are do, willing yeah. to do all of these things for me. Yeah. This is, and it's this not is for mine. you. It's because yeah. it's mine. This is what I am going Ooh. to do for me. Ooh, I so like that. I was like, okay, like I like. It wasn't like I was against the song. I'm not against that song at all from the beginning. It was just hearing that. I was like, all right, That's, that that is a fantastic point. Yeah, and again, there there's other elements of to, to the song that aren't necessarily like praiseworthy, but whatever. Um, I'd rather shine the light on what what could be shined upon. Uh, and before, quickly, quickly. Yeah, you got one. What, I got did, one. what would you rate this beer? Oh shit! What was this? Since we never rated it. Um. Oh, you know what? I gotta. I gotta be honest. I was giving it like a three five. Oh, cool. I was going three seven five. Yeah, so same. We're, we're, we're right there. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't mind blowing. Like we had two really phenomenal beers right before this, so that wasn't fair. Yeah, we fucked up. Yep. Um. Before going into this break and to our new sound pad, I wanted to talk about what we just spoke upon in terms of like not necessarily being able to speak for a group of people because of our how we check boxes essentially. Um, and I think that's very important. I think you need to be aware of what space you're taking up and how you basically how you ride for people. You know, like, so we can't necessarily talk, especially for like the black woman, but like, how do we show up for the black women? Right. Mm, Um, And so being in Clubhouse recently, Mondays, Brandon Montgomery, the black beer traveler, he uh, holds a space for everybody in craft beer. But on Wednesdays, there's a space for women in craft beer. And because of the nature of Clubhouse, it's usually black women in craft beer. And I was actually reluctant to jump into the space initially because of the fact that the the 
the room was for women in craft beer. And then I learned that, oh, men can be in there, but they're only going to be allowed to speak at the very end. And I loved that. I And so for one, it was about like, oh, is my presence disruptive in the first place? Which is a question I think people need to have in the back of their heads when they're actually trying to show up for people. Absolutely. Is, is your presence alone disruptive because is it a place for healing or is it a place for learning? There's there's so many different levels of what a room is meant to be, not just clubhouse, but just essentially like life. Um, so that needs to be something that gets presented when you approach a room. And then if it is a place for you to just observe, to make sure are, when you do have a chance to speak, are you detracting are you taking away from the conversation at hand it should be in addition to or to add or just even to reflect but it should never detract it should add but not add from a, i know better than you absolutely element. the i think the only thing the only thing you can do in terms is add a different perspective to be thought about and it shouldn't come from a place of authority. It should be. It should come from a place of understanding. So. Yeah, I love that. All right, and so on to the next beer. We'll be right back. Here is our last. Oh, I have no clue what this does. Oh my god, I forget what the sound is. Here we go. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, We're chilling. We're chilling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Where are we? What are we doing? We're oh. drinking another beer. Oh, God. <laughs> the last one of the night. Is it the last one of the night or the last one of the show? Last one. Of the last night. one of the show. All right. It's <laughs> Lord, Lord Hobo. Yes, I am. Sante. Sante. It's a Belgian IPA. There's no, like, Spanish. <laughs> nope, 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 Tyler. Nope, just let it go. Just please let it, please let it go. Let it go. That, that should be a sound pad noise. That sound right there is the Music sound Music to my ear holes. Ooh, yeah. We're going to have to have you not say that. Ear holes? Yeah. That was just weird. Mm. So, yeah, this is a Belgian IPA. Lord Hobo is like, I like all of Lord Hobo's stuff from what I've had. I'm indifferent. You're indifferent. Okay. Okay, what? I am personally offended by your indifference. I personally can smell it from here. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that sounds. That's very nice. It's. Does your does your nose? My hear nose things? hears. It hears that in Belgium, when sharing a drink with friends, the tradition is to stand up, make direct eye contact, raise a glass twice, and say "Sante, <laughs> Sante, Sante." <laughs> The Belgian, oh, I thought we were going, Sante, Sante. The Belgian shepherd's toasting symbolizes the culture behind the beer and the traditions held by people around the world during the many occasions that come with the final months of the year. This beer is for spending time with loved ones and sharing a drink to embrace good times together. So I, I started chuckling while, <laughs> while reading this because I, I read a tweet that said like, Something always bothered me, the fact that deer and deer are pronounced the same, but beer and bear are pronounced differently. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty bad one, huh? That's a really bad one. Like, actually. Horrible. English is so bad in terms of, like, that, and I guess this will be our discussion. Like, 
the lens that we observe people who are trying to learn English as a second language, we think... We judge their intelligence. We judge their intelligence as if English isn't like one of the hardest languages to learn because let me give you 10 rules about English and eight of those rules don't apply like 50% of the time. How the hell are you supposed to, you know, how the hell are you supposed to make sense of all of that? Like, and this is coming, and a lot of times this insensitivity is coming from people who don't know any other language as their second language or tr- or have never tried to learn another language and understand the fact that you have to basically change your whole thought process around. Because, Especially, sorry, yeah. learning it later in life too. So when we're talking yeah. about the mm-hmm. parents, yeah, definitely. That, that's the one for me. Because the kids are usually fucking bright as shit. Bright as shit. But it's, it's shown that if you try to learn a second language rage. earlier, right. it'll stick better. Which again, back to the American education system, unless it's privatized, you are being taught another language later in your life, maybe in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. Seventh which, being which early. Is, yes. Yeah. Like we learned in seventh, eighth. eighth grade, right? Was it eighth? Yeah. It was eighth grade. And at that point, it's not pushed upon. It's like, it's a requirement. You have to do the class, but it isn't really shown to be like, this thing that could be potentially really opening doors for you. And and like again, you're talking about statistics and study showing like picking up a language at eighth grade isn't necessarily like streamlining you to learn that language. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So now and again with the I'm sorry, for the teacher that we had, I remember making mistakes and being like again, this is the ADD talking too, is um and I learned this at a Not much... Not that you knew at the time. No, I learned this like recently in the past couple of months that there is this um, almost like this over-heightened sense of rejection amongst people with ADD and ADHD that... Mm. So if you are perceived... If, even if it isn't like actual, but if it is perceived to being rejected or like... Yeah, essentially rejected, it, it it's heightened... And so with a lot of the things that happened in that Spanish class, that one in particular, and the way that the Spanish teacher, like, because I remember learning from like Irwin about a, a verb and the way that it was pronounced. It was voy, right? Mm-hmm. But it had that B sound to it. Yeah. So when I was doing the work with Irwin, someone who spoke the language, and I was like writing it, I wrote it wrong. And so when I like said it and when I... Pr- put it i was like ridiculed by this teacher well, see, yeah you know what and i was uh, like hold up i'm learning this fucking language yeah it it's one of those things it's the th- like it's not like math right in math you say we're gonna learn addition here's one plus one it equals two no matter what part of the world you're in no matter where you are in the universe it, it, aliens came down yeah one plus one equals two Math is an absolute in terms of that. You can at least say arithmetic is an absolute, and even right? Even if you don't call it the same thing, it's if you have this and you add this, you have another amount of that. You've doubled the amount, whatever you want to call that. Like the concept of it is the same. But for a language, when we're talking about dialects and the, like, we were learning Spain Spanish, right? what they call quote unquote proper Spanish and 
most of the people that we would ever interact with, it's like, say we just stayed in America, right? Most of the people we were ever going to interact with were not speaking Spain Spanish at all. And while, yes, it's it's a base language, right? It's like you're going to learn most of most of like the proper ideas for things like from a colloquialized standpoint it's 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 getting you it's only getting you so far and to and to ridicule and push down the thought of okay well you know my friend who speaks spanish but they're but they're dominican or puerto rican and they said this and it meant this but it's not the textbook definition all of a sudden, you know, we're being ridiculed for it. Like you don't learn a second language in most cases because you want to learn a proper version of it to say, I'm academically correct. You're learning it so that you can use it in practice. Right. And I think everything that's getting brought up to, uh, adds to my additional point was music talents, different things that you learn as a kid where you're not conscious of like this type of rejection or failure isn't. And again, I think it's a societal thing too, because it's not that you get older and just because of your age, you're more afraid to fail, but it's because of the world around you where failure is seen as such a negative thing that you start to become afraid of failing. This is why you see kids being able to, some kids being able to pick up sports a lot easier at a younger age when you see them being able to pick up a new skill set at a younger age. Because when they pick up a pencil and they're told to draw a cat, when it looks like a freaking cocktail shaker, even though they don't know what it is, it's not to the kid seemed as a failure. It's just like, oh, I don't understand what a shape is. I don't understand what my hand and my pencil are doing with what my mind is seeing in my head. And because they're not able to translate that, they don't see that as failure. They just grow from it. They're like, okay, well, if I actually make this shape more like this, this actually starts looking like a cat. And they learn from there. But right now, this is why you see like adults have such a hard time. Like I watch adults play tennis. And it's like, no, you need to start low and go high. And I see them continuously hit down to try to hit over a net and doesn't make sense. And they're not able to break being wrong. And, and right. that's, that's what it is for me a lot of times. And that's where it's the language. So again, when you introduce language to a younger person, especially when you introduce younger people to different things and meet it with compassion when they fail... And understanding and and work with them to overcome those shortcomings, that's where you see the success. And we're not building up a society or a culture that allows that to happen. I agree. I mean, we've we've talked about this ad nauseum in terms of the educational system, right? And the downfalls there, the way it's teaching. It's not teaching you to question and understand and learn um, which would inherently mean that you're probably failing at some point because you're attempting to do something oh I failed okay how am I learning from this it's more of I need to be right the first time and I think that's where the big issue is 
um, we've been conditioned to think we need to be right the first time without ever trying it or else we've we failed and that's it end of ball game 100% yeah and I just don't see it like like in society in life it doesn't work that way normally it can't just be so easy you know what I mean if it was that easy that you could just do everything correctly the first time then you know everyone would be successful and it's just not the case life is complicated I feel that sure is (laughs) we'll cut out the huge fucking yawn but yeah that's what I had to say about that there's a couple conversations there's a couple talking points that just like really pissed me off and it was was a language thing and I learned much later in life that my inability to to learn a second language wasn't 100% all on my shoulders and I think that's the other element of um, the education system that I harp on a lot is it's also built out to put the shortcomings of individuals on their own shoulders rather than addressing the shortcomings of the system that currently exists. I agree. No. On to the next topic. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I agree because uh, I think capitalism in itself kind of forces the individual to be fantastic and great and it'll tell you that it allows this individual to be fantastic and great but what it really means is the individual has to overcome all of the obstacles in that individual's way to become successful and so these success stories you hear about yeah these these people are fantastic and it's awesome but it's like yeah, they did this because they either had a shorter road to get to that success or they're really just that amazing of a person and that person isn't just a run-of-the-mill person. Like, the average person isn't going to be able to do that. So, I, co- I completely agree with that point. And we've kind of, the American dream has been so, you know, fan- fantasticized. I don't even know if that's a word. Is fantasticize a word? It is now. Uh, But it's become like, that's the thing. Like, you you pick yourself up and you just work hard and then bam, you're there. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You're there eventually. And it's just not always the case. Bro. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you rate this beer, by the way, since we're we're almost done sipping on this? Sante. I think for me this is a easy three seven five. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree. With it's that. like solidly there. Um, it's a Belgian, and uh, I really like Belgians. I really like barley wines. Obviously, barley wines. Um, man, barley wines to me, I just, love them. It ah, there it is. It's so the Belgian yeast used has a strong note of uh, banana, and I really do like banana and beer. Up. This is the other side of the can. I didn't read this. The Belgian IPA. 
Ah, uh, yes, the Belgian. Has a slight haze. The hops mixed with the malts bill give off earthy yet citrus undertones with a bready smoothie finish. Did you say earthy? Yes. The Belgian yeast used as strong notes of banana and spices that make you salivate upon cracking open a can. This beer is perfect for celebration. For any celebration. Sante. Sante. Uh, no, I, I, I really do like Belgian and barley wine style. Um, barley wine, I don't think, has as much of a banana-y flavor no, to it. No, barley wine to me... But uh, Belgian does, uh, you, and I really do enjoy Belgians for this. And I think it just it doesn't hit too much on banana and spices for me. It's it's um, I think on the spice end of things, it's a little lacking, and it, it's and, and that's muted. why right, it's and muted. that's why it's not higher for me. Banana for sure. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you could easily overdo it on a Belgian. And so I appreciate this for what it is. That's why it's not a two. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, I went 375. If I got this somewhere else, I, there's a Belgian that I would choose over this one. However, it's solid. It's a, it's a very solid beer on which, its own. Which, so, which, which Belgian? Which Belgian? Um... Would I take Golden Monkey on over this? Probably. Yep. Uh, three Philosophers, which is a quad. Yeah, that's what I said. And also, uh, Golden Monkey is a triple. What is this? Is this a triple or is this I, just this a, is a Belgian IPA? idea? It would be, be interesting to look into that. That's a good question now. Have we had any other Belgians on the show? Mm. <laughs> I'm looking. I just typed in Belgian and just the two new Belgian beers we've had came up, which is hilarious. Let me just sort by style. Oh, I was going to say, though, while I'm looking, like barley wines. I just can't get into barley wines, really. I don't know if it's the fact that a lot of them are just so over the top heavy. It, it just doesn't come around to enjoyable for me hmm. but i don't know that i've had a barley wine that i truly enjoy um the one from weyerbacher they do a barley wine what is that is that mary monks is that a barley wine yeah or is it the just is it mary monks is mary monks blithering the, idiot blithering idiots the barley wine i think because mary monks i think is their belgian triple um, We're having our stylographer, um, <laughs> statographer, <laughs> blithering idiots, the barley wine. Okay, blithering idiot is is actually all right. I actually anything from Weyerbacher is high octane, so it, it would make sense. They have a barley wine. We only have one beer on here that is classified as Belgian IPA strictly, and it is the one we just had. So <laughs> this is a one one of a kind for the show anyway. Uh, once again, it it's solid, but it doesn't pique my interest. 
is why I would go with a 375. Because for me, my scale at a four, I'm if I see this on the menu, I'm getting it. If I see it out, I'm getting it. I am getting this because I know it is better than most of the other beers that I'm consuming. Um, however, what what's different between this and like the Hermit Thrush or the uh, Cloudy and Cumbersome Blood Orange that we had is I'm not getting those two because they are better than everything else. I am getting those two because they are superior. <laughs> they are absolutely flawless and do what they need to do. Yeah, this would be my question on that. Are you getting, if you see this beer and you don't have a style in mind, would, or it's a style that you, like, say you're going, I'm like, man, I'm feeling dark beers today. I'm I'm, I'm feeling stouts and stuff. But, ooh, that cloudy and cumbersome is there that I really like. I'm going to pull that one just because it's that good. This is why I pull it. Is I will go in feeling for a stout, but if I go in and see stouts that I would have rated less than this, even though I'm in the mood for a stout, I am going to get this over that because I still want to drink something that's good. And to me, that's the mark of a five. The five is if there's anything that isn't at that level, even if you didn't want that style, is that good that you're going to go grab that? See... And that's why I think I still will call it a 375 is because if there are stouts on there that I didn't have, I would still go yeah. for it. The, your curiosity is will outweigh is outweighing how good you know this beer to be. Exactly. And I think when that's you're, why it's not a five. When you're a craft beer junkie, like obviously the curiosity is what drives you, right? We're we're always looking for the next beer. Like, in fact, we're rating all these fives. How many times have we really had these fives? When, hold on. How many times have we had these fives when we started to actually understand? Yeah, the yeah. Beer? Well, like, there's fives on there. They're just like. Mm. And the fact is, I never went back and. But I'm re-rated. I'm, yeah, but okay. So, since the podcast started, oh, our yeah. fives, oh, God, right? Our fives. Because at that point, we kind of understand beer enough. Yeah. No, our fives from that point on is it's very few and far between. Right. Exactly. And now I am searching for our fives to understand where we are on that. Because I, I, I kind of want to know, are we holding true to this? Or are we just full of shit? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a strong possibility. High to low on the ratings. So we started this, what, two years ago? So it's 2021. So We're coming on two years, guys. Uh, by the time this episode drops, we are going to be a week or two away from our two-year anniversary. Um, okay, so my fives since March 14th, 2019. Your personal fives. Yes. Pliny the Elder. Well, fuck you. Apocalypse Party Club, Barrel Age Double Pot and Kettle with Vanilla from Trillium, Tricky Fingers from Columbia, Anti Hot from Elder Pine, Fantastic Voyage from Perennial, Incredible, Tree Meister, Elder Pine, Sleep Deprivation from Oakbrook is freaking incredible. Boris the Spider is a uh, Imperial Russian. Irregular regularity from Double Nickel. 
pumpkin ale from whole hog that's out of nowhere for me interstellar overdrive sea dragon from asbury nimble giant i still stand by that i love nimble sea giant. dragon from asbury yeah i really wow. enjoyed that okay uh softly spoken magic spell single cut Ooh, and then my last one is hop drop and roll from nota so that's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen Wow. Okay, so for me, since March of 2018, or is it 2019? 2019. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, move up. Okay. Unbiased Opinion from Modern Times. Gave that a five. That was a white stout. King Sue, five. Heavy Drop Sour, New England IPA from Victory. Just want to go on record and saying from that same time period, the amount of beers that I've given a five is five percent of my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Look over you have the fucking calculator yeah. out. Point zero. Like, screw yeah. yourself, it's, man. <laughs> it is what it is for Park Brewing. Ah, see. And Alien Church. Oh, that's great. Tired hands. I did. Tired hands. I didn't give that a five though. Wow, you didn't give that a five? I may have given that a five, but I might have had it a lot sooner than you did. So in our time period, I didn't give it a five. Man, you find a way to just gloat. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, I think this was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. It really was. Yeah. Uh, I don't have another like sound point to end us off on. I, I feel like this is appropriate. If this won't be the end, I just want to hit it one more time. Ah. Oh, yeah. And that was just to wake anybody up that was still with us. <laughs> yeah, and wake us up. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I wanted to thank everybody who is still with us tonight, uh, today, whenever you're listening. We usually drop in the morning. Uh, but we really appreciate you. Without you, we aren't who we are. We couldn't continue to do this. We got to give a shout out to Love City Brewing Company for allowing us to do this still. You know, out of the six breaks that we had, we're going to put it in at the very end. Uh, Love City Brewing believes that beer is for everyone. They offer, they offer, they offer quality beer and a welcoming and accessible tap room in the heart of Philly. And that's actually true. Like when I say it's accessible, you don't really have to look for parking. Every time that I parked there, I parked right in front of there. Uh, free parking, uh, great beer, food truck, as I said. Um, free the, parking in a city yeah, is nuts. Huge. Nuts. You, I would park there to walk into Center City. Is it that close? It's that close. It's like, you got to go through Chinatown. So you're like on the other side of Vine and it's perfect. Okay. Yeah. I need to get to Love City. Like we'll we'll go. Yeah. Like you live there now. So you, you know, you have more access. I'm further away than even Reading is uh, at this point. Yeah. I can have Love City delivered to my house. Damn. I can't count. Can't I? Nope. Do you have GoPuff? The fuck is GoPuff? That's right. (laughs) but no thank you everybody for tuning in uh i'm so excited that we were able to actually use our equipment for this we could actually enhance the listening experience for the first time in podcast history absolutely and i think we needed to for the content that we dropped on this one which we dropped the content yeah level oh this 
You know what? This was a great episode, though. I think this was authentic Absolutely. to the vision that we initially wanted to be. So if you enjoyed yeah. this, you know, if you're here listening to the end of this episode, I would love for you to reach out. Um, just say, hey, I made it to this point of the episode and reach out to either Chris or myself or the oh, podcast. Oh, that would be nuts because, you know, like you said, this is kind of what we thought the podcast would be originally. And, you know, we ourselves have moved on to a slightly different format um, to tackle some bigger talking points that, that yeah. we had. Uh, it became bigger than what we expected it to be. Yeah. And to be honest, doing doing these, if, 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 if they hit more... We're going to do them more. We're going to do them more because... So, we're getting loaded. No question. Question is, uh, what is the keyword? I, I think we should have a, like a, a keyword that people, if they made it to this part of the episode, they should hit us up. Because you know what, I, to be completely honest, I don't think a lot of people are making it to this part of the episode. Yeah. So I, feel I will. Mm, do we throw a hat? Do we throw a hat towards them? I I, I would put do in we money. Throw a hat. I would give them an alternative black hat, either a like beanie or a dad hat. At this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. So within a oh week God. from this episode releasing, if you respond to us with this code word, we'll give you a free hat. I like this. I like this. What's the what's the code word, Tyler? What are we doing? Jazanthopus. What? No, because I don't even know how to spell that. If it doesn't matter. Sent, if no, someone no, attempted... If someone sent that, I would be like, what are you saying? This is spam. However, someone sent that even if they were just attempting to send that, you would know exactly what they're referencing. Huh? I don't even remember what you said. <laughs> just know if you get a weird word. No, How about Sante? Just Sante is good. Yeah. Message, message either Chris, myself, or the podcast Sante, and Sante. you get a free fucking hat. No matter where you're at. You could be fucking Alaska. No, I'm sorry. You could be Australia and yeah, get a Australia. hat. Australia. Go ahead. Australia. I mean, technically, the the site that we use will ship there. So There we go. But so, they won't ship to Alaska, which is why we didn't. Yeah, no, fuck you, Alaska. Uh, no. Sante will get you a free hat. Uh, when you say Sante, say Sante Beanie or Sante Dad. So that we know which <laughs> so type got, of hat to send you. Right. Um, they're all like one size fit all, I think. So... Um, yeah, Sante and then whatever style of hat you want. But until next time. Peace. That's right. <laughs>